Hello, queen. You have a story to tell, and I want to help you tell it. Why? Because you matter. You are enough. You are loved, and you are worth it. I'm Tonya, best-selling author, coach, speaker, and realtor. We are all born, and ultimately, we will all eventually expire. And those are two dates that we have no control over. But that dash in the middle is ours to own. Up until a certain point in our lives, most of our story is written for us and colored by our experiences, the opinion of others, and our viewpoint of ourselves, or lack thereof. But when we get a glimpse of who God actually created us to be, we no longer settle for less than his best for us. We don't just go through the motions or casually spend our time. Life becomes more intentional, focused, and we show up fully present, unapologetically and authentically as ourselves. We start to write our own story from that point forward, positively impacting those around us and ensuring that we make our dash of life count. The journey of you is just that. It's your journey to purpose and how you are making your dash of life account. Being equipped to know who you are in Christ, empowered to embrace just being you, and encouraged to know that God's got you and you can walk in the plans he has for you. Here's your host, Tonya D. Bennis. Welcome, welcome to the Journey of You podcast. Today, I want to talk a little bit about expectations, real life, and just kind of this season that we're in. Um, As many of you know, we're entering into the holiday season, and there's lots of mixed emotions. Some people might be very excited and happy and super like gung-ho about this time of year, where others are not as excited. Some people even dread this time of year. Um, It might remind them of loved ones that they've lost that are no longer here to celebrate the holidays. Maybe the holidays growing up weren't the best for them. Um, So I really want to focus on being mindful of others uh, because I always say that everyone has a story, including you. Everyone does have a story. And so as you're going out, you know, amidst all the hustle and bustle of this season, Think about other people, um, because again, not everybody looks at this looks at it the same way. And so, being sensitive to that. Obviously, if you're excited and having a great time, absolutely do that. Be your authentic self, but just be mindful of how other people might be feeling, and you know, take time to ask. You know, how are you doing? You know, how are you feeling? Is there anything I can do to help? Sometimes, just those simple questions go a long way for people. Because even though it is the holiday season, life is still happening all around us and people are still dealing with so many things. And so just because it's that festive time of year, it doesn't always negate the things or overpower the things that people are facing on a day-to-day basis. You know, whether it's financial, um, job loss, trying to find a new job, um, heartache, pain, just so many different things that people are dealing with. And so being mindful of that as you're walking through this season, if you are one of those people that's having a hard time in this season, you know, finding that joy or even having hope, I want you to be encouraged. The whole purpose of this season and every season for that matter is Jesus. Jesus is truly the reason for the season And on those moments where you don't have anything else to stand on or hold on to or hope for, Jesus can be that hope. Even in those times that you might be mad at him, 
You might even blame him for what you're feeling or going through right now. And that's okay. It's not going to stop him from loving you. It's not going to stop him from caring about you. It's not going to stop the purpose that he placed in you. And that makes me think just even of things that I've reflected on in the last few days, just this past week, I was off work and just sitting down reflecting and looking back even over of content that, you know, I did when I first started. I mean, it was more than a decade ago sending out messages and every day faithfully I would get up and send out messages and some days I might just have on my pajamas and, you know, my hair in a messy bun. Other days I might have been put together and heading to work. It just kind of depended wherever I was at in that moment I shared. And I know today that's taboo. Everybody's like, oh my goodness, you you know, you weren't put together. Your makeup wasn't this, your hair wasn't that. But for me, I really cared more about the message and getting it out. And if it was on my heart right then, I wanted to say it right then so that I didn't forget it and so that it could help whoever it was supposed to help in those moments. And I continue to do that faithfully. Day in, day out, I I was posting. And I'd say about a month and a half to two months at a time. And I felt like I was fulfilling purpose. And then one day... Someone made the comment to me and pretty much were like, you know, how are you enough? Why is anybody going to listen to you? Why are you doing that? It's pointless. Nobody wants to hear what you have to say. And it stopped me in my tracks. Like, I went back through and some of the ones I had done, I started like hiding them or making them all private or just removing them where I was the only one that could see them. And it bothered me because I felt like, In those moments, somebody needed what I had to say, even if it was just one person. And it would always remind me of that story in the Bible where God left the other 99 sheep just to go find that one that was missing. And when he found that one, he rejoiced. And so that's how I look at it, that if a hundred people listen and only one person walks away with something, I did what I was supposed to do because I reached that one person that it was meant to reach. But I don't know. Somewhere in their fear and listening to that lie, I took that on as truth. And so I stopped sharing. And so I just wrote and wrote and wrote a lot of the thoughts and things that, you know, I was getting and receiving, you know, as downloads from God. I just kept it in journals, hidden, where nobody was seeing it. And um, I started this thing called Happy Friday. And so every Friday on my way to work, I would print off quotes. Uh, Sometimes I hand wrote them, other times I printed them off, and then I'd stop and get candy. And so some of those quotes that I used were quotes that have stuck out to me throughout my lifetime. Others were things that I had written myself, and I gave it to each person. I was like, happy Friday, and they started to look forward to it, and it really caught on after a while. And I don't know, I just, I enjoyed the excitement that it helped in boosting employee morale and just... And giving people something to hope for and look forward to, even though it was a small thing, I got joy and fulfillment out of it because I felt like I was pouring out to others and they looked forward to it and they got something out of it and it ministered to them. So I felt like it was a win-win. And so fast forward several years later, and I'd say about a year or two ago, I decided to start sending them out again. And I had a group I'd send on Monday, a different group Tuesday, all the way to Friday. It was a different group. And even some of the people that I first started with, I would send it to them too. And it got to a point that it was like, instead of sending a different group every day, I started sending them all something Monday through Friday. And so it wasn't just happy Friday anymore. It was happy Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And 
it really caught on. And I'd say I started maybe with about 15 to 20 people, but it grew all the way to 181. And as you can imagine, sending that individually to each person, because I just added people on organically, like they might have been the last person that was in my text messaging feed. And so I was like, oh, I bet the message might help them today. And I would just add them on. I never took the time to ask people if they wanted to be joined on. I just sent it. And if anybody ever did say, hey, you know, I don't want to be on this anymore. No worries. I immediately would stop sending it to them right then and there. Um, but when it got to the point of being over 181, I was like, it's a lot of time, <laughs> about 30 minutes in the morning to send those out individually because I didn't want to put anybody in a group or make anyone feel like everybody doesn't like group messages. And so I really wanted to be mindful of that. Plus, I like the interaction with everyone that I was able to talk to. Like some people would respond back all the time, some people occasionally, but it just kept that relationship going. That was the part of it that I liked the connections and I didn't want to lose that. And so as I started switching everyone over to email, it was like I asked everybody in advance, you know, is it okay if I switch it over to email? Because then it'll be a lot easier for me to send out a message to everybody all at once. And most people were susceptible to it. And we're like, yes, absolutely, I'll do it. And so I started switching everybody over. A few were like, no, I have enough, you know, emails. I don't want to do it. You know, I'll miss it, but I don't want to add on email. And I respected that and was like, okay. And so I started sending it out. And a few days ago, I was like, well, let me go back and look at, you know, some of the things I did previously and just kind of reflect and see, you know, what messages I want to send out over these next couple of weeks. And as I went back through those messages, I decided to stop and look at some of the videos that I did 10 years ago, literally a decade. And some of those messages that I've been sending out here lately were almost identical to the same thing I was saying 10 years ago. And it stopped me in my tracks because I was just like, oh my God, I was fulfilling purpose 10 years ago and doing exactly what God created me to do. But the opinion of someone else stopped me from pursuing it. Have you ever been there? Have you ever felt like you were on fire and going completely a hundred and, you know, 10 miles an hour after your purpose and somebody said something that made you question or doubt it and you stopped and maybe you shifted and you went to do something else. Like for me, I just went back to, okay, I'll just, you know, keep working and I'll put that on the shelf for now. And it bothered me for a long time because I was like, I, I don't want to waste time. I don't want to do anything but fulfill purpose. But that opinion of someone else kept lingering. I have learned since then <laughs> that no one's voice should be louder than God's voice in your life. And that you have to let him lead and guide you and direct you in the way that he wants you to go. But it took a long time to get to that point. And so when I'm telling you that eight, nine years went by, I started doing the messages again in a different way instead of video. Like I said, it was text messages and I've just recently switched it over to email, but I was like, a lot of people are visual and we all know that reels and stories are the latest thing right now, you know, in the shorts and videos and things like that. And so I said, well, let me go back and see if there's any of that that I could use to still be beneficial to other people. And again, as I went through it, it was some of the same messages just coming back up again, still as relevant today as they were then. And so I was able to compile them all together in a video devotional, which is available um, on the website if you'd like to get it and download it. Chopped full of really great messages that 
will really shift your perspective and viewpoint of self over a 30 day period. But it just was exciting to me that God brought me back full circle and showed that none of the time was wasted. And also how far I've come in that time frame. Like those were things I was saying back then when I was 30. Now I've just crossed into 40. And it's like that span of 10 years, the messages mean even more to me now than they did then. And I can see it in a completely different light than I did then. And so now I'm able to help other people. And so I just want you to be encouraged that this journey of life, it is a lifelong journey. You are forever going to be a work in progress. You're never going to be completely perfect. That's not possible. And so giving yourself grace as you're going along this journey and remembering that it's okay to sit in those moments that maybe you don't feel the greatest. You know, maybe you aren't the happiest and you're having a hard time finding joy or hope. That's okay. Process through those moments because I've also learned that that's something I didn't do. I went through a very traumatic situation um, in my life. And instead of taking the time to heal and grieve and go through the anger and the hurt and disappointment and then recovery, it was like I kept suppressing it and packing it in, you know, just like, okay, I've got to fix it. I'm going to do better and I'm going to fix it. I'm going to make it right. But there were some things that I couldn't fix because you see, you don't have control over what other people do. You can only control you. And so I couldn't let go of that. I, I wanted to fix it. Like, I'm going to fix it. I'm going to make it right. You know, I did something wrong. But as other people make decisions, like, there are certain things that they're dealing with, too, that have nothing to do with you most of the time. And so you can't take that on as your thing or, like, as the source of whatever it is that they have to work through. But I did that. And so I got lost in my roles and titles, and I lost sight of me. And that was the toughest part of the journey, was not knowing me and who I am. Because how am I going to fulfill purpose if I don't know me? I used to know who I was, but then that got clouded. My judgment was clouded and the lens was unclear. And that, I think, is what took that whole eight, nine years to get back to that point of like, God, the only approval I need is yours. No one else's approval no one else's approval matters but yours. And so being able to see that and understand that and to let go of everybody else's opinion and what everybody else thinks. Because when it's all said and done, the only person you're going to have to give an account to is God. And I'm not saying go out and be mean or mistreat people. I'm not saying that in any means. I'm saying that it is okay to be you. Good, the bad, the ugly. God's going to accept you just as you are. But the beauty in it is he's not going to leave you the same way he found you. He's going to help keep molding you into that masterpiece that he created you to be. And he's going to be right there every step of the way. Even when you slip up and you fall down, he's going to help you get right back on track. And that's what it's been for me is even over through that 10-year journey of coming back full circle to being at the point where it's like, okay, God, if you tell me to say something, I'm going to say it. And I'm going to share it in the best way that I can and pray that whoever needs it, receives it because it's our job to plant the seed, but it's God's responsibility to water that seed. Like once you've planted it, that's it. You have to let go and leave it to God. He's going to do whatever he needs to do in the people that you've given that message to. And then you keep going on and you give the next message. Even when you have naysayers, people who don't believe in you, who don't believe your message, 
it's okay. If God told you to do it, that is all that matters. And so that's where I'm at now, that I no longer have to be concerned about what other people say um, or how they feel in relation to me, because I know I'm doing what God told me to do, and I know that it's making a difference. And so that's the only thing I, I can do. That's what I'm accountable for, so that's what I'm going to do. So I'm telling you the same thing. So in this season, no matter what you're facing or how you're feeling, continue to keep moving forward. Because God's going to bring you through. It's not going to be easy. Nothing in life is. But you can keep going. I will tell you, because I hit rock bottom, and I was just like, Lord, I'm tired. I don't want to go any further. Like, what gives? Like, at what point are you going to step in and actually change something? And I was mad. Just mad. Completely still love God. Completely 110%. But just mad that I had been going through the same thing over and over, the same cycle around the same mountain. And it was just like, at what point am I going to get my breakthrough? How much more do I have to go through before you're going to be like, okay, Tonya, let me fix this for you. (sighs) It was very overwhelming and just discouraging. And so if you're there right now, I, I totally understand. It is not an easy place to be where you feel like you're just merely existing and it's like you wake up in the morning and it's like okay another day let's let's go again and you're not sure what the next hour holds even the next five minutes you're just trying to stay above water is how it feels and so in that I just want to say to you to be encouraged and just keep holding on find something in you that allows you to just will to fight for that next step. Just that next step. I'm not even telling you to figure out for tomorrow or even later today. I mean, just whatever you need to keep going right now in this moment. I pray that God gives you the strength that he, you need, that he meets you right where you're at, and that you're able to hear his voice, to know that he loves you, and that he gave you purpose and value before he even created you in your mother's womb. And nothing in this world can change that. Not one person, not a man, not a woman, not a child, not a coworker, not your boss. No one can change that. The greatness is still in you. So even though things may not be anything like you want them to be right now, and it feels like nothing is going the way that you want it to, God can still turn it around. He can and he will. It may not look exactly like you want it to. It may not turn out the exact way that you want it, but he's going to work it out for the way that's best for you and what he's called you to do. And being okay to trust him. You may not know the how. You may not ever even get the answer as to why. But you do know who. And you can trust him because God is not man that he can't lie. Whatever he told you he's going to do, he's going to fill his promise. And you can take that all the way to the bank. And so if there's just one word, just one promise that he's giving you, just meditate on that and repeat it over and over again. Just say the name of Jesus over and over again until you're able to overcome and take that next step. Even if God has to carry you every step of the way, you have to know that he's right there with you. When you've done everything you could possibly think to do and you can't do anything else, Just continue to hold on to God. He's going to take care of you. 
and lead you through everything that you need. I know because I've been there in so many different situations. And as I look back again, like I talk about over these last 10 years, even over the last 20 years of my life, I can see where God was still there, even when I felt like he was nowhere to be found and like I was all alone fighting by myself. He was still there. I didn't always see it in the moment, but as I look back in reflection, I can see, wow, he really was right there still taking care of me. Every day that he gave me was a gift. Honestly, that's why they call it the present. Every day is a chance for you to try again, to be better and to do better and to overcome. Like every single day you wake up, it's a miracle and you're breathing and you're alive. That means you have the opportunity to do even better today than you did yesterday, to be better, to think better. That's where it all comes down to. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Proverbs 23 and 7. In the journey of you community, that is our founding scripture. Because how you think, it literally dictates every single thing that you do. It dictates your actions, your speech, where you go, how you do it, how you see things, why you do things. And if it's negative right now, the way that you see yourself and the way that you view life, You've got to start changing that one thought at a time into something positive so that you can retrain your brain to look at life differently, where you can be more grateful, where you can, you know, notate the things that you're accomplishing, the things that you've already done and how far God has brought you. Even if you're not quite where you want to be yet, you've still come a long way already. The only thing stopping you, honestly, is you. So you've got to reprogram how you see yourself. And if you don't know yourself, that's what you've got to figure out. Becoming more self-aware. Who are you? What do you stand for? And what has God called you to do? Because when you can pinpoint those things together, then you're able to start capturing those thoughts of, okay, I'm going to bring every thought into captivity. Be renewed by the transforming of your mind. You do that in God's word. So even if you aren't sure, like, okay, well, how do I change this? How do I change that? Just start reading the Bible. There's Bible app. There's version. That's one of my favorites. Um, there's the actual Bible itself. You can go on Google and put in just two or three words of a scripture that you might know or remember or recognize. Tons of them will come up where you can see exactly where to find them and exactly what the rest of that scripture says so that you're able to repeat it over and over again so you can get it down in your heart and meditate on it. Meditate on it. Even if it's one scripture and you meditate on the same one for a whole month, two months, whatever, whatever it takes for you. You hang on to that so that you have that hope to keep going and to keep moving forward because that's what matters. The enemy wants to stop you. He wants to keep you unfocused. He wants to defeat you. And if he can control your thoughts, he can control you. Let me say that one more time. If the enemy can control your thoughts, he can control you. If he can keep you down, if he can keep you listening to those other voices and opinions, and that's all louder than God, if he can keep you focusing on social media or watching the news and all the negativity that you find there, or just scrolling, you know, on your phone or watching TV or playing games, if he can keep you off focus, he's happy because then it keeps you from doing the things that God created you to do. But every time that you take another step in the right direction, whether you're working on how you're thinking about yourself and the viewpoint of yourself or, you know, how you're thinking about this life and what you've been called to do, or you're working on that next project or a purpose that God has given you, every step 
get you closer and closer to who God called you to be. And each time that you take that step, you become stronger and stronger and stronger. And it's much harder for the enemy to come at you. He's going to keep using the same things. There's no new tricks. He's going to use the same things he's always used. So once you're able to start recognizing that, then you can overcome it. And you'd be like, mm-mm, devil, I see you. Nope. And then you're able to overcome that and then go to the next one. And you become stronger and stronger. And he doesn't have as much of a hold on you as he did before. And I'm not saying that you're of the devil or anything like that. But the devil is out here seeking whom he can devour. He comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But God came that you would have life in that more abundantly. So every day, it is a spiritual battle, whether you realize it or not. There's good and there's evil. And both are fighting for you every single day. So every day that you stay above water, every day that you wake up and open your eyes, it's another opportunity. But you're going to war. As soon as you open your eyes, you are going to war. So you want to be prepared and ready. You can't just sit and not fight. You have to fight. So when I say to find that fight somewhere down in the inside of you, you have to find it. Because it is a war for your mind and your soul. So every day you've got to make a conscious decision for what you're going to do and which side you're going to be on so that you can keep moving forward. So I would love to help you with that and tell you just more about how I overcame that journey and walked through it. Because, I mean, there were some very dark days where it was just like, Lord, just come and get me. Like, I don't want to be here anymore. I'm just being honest. Like, I, I had some days like that. And so... It takes a lot of strength. Um, you definitely want to be surrounded with people who are able to pray with you and pray for you. Um, and I don't mean people who are just going to be negative and bring you down even more. I mean real, true prayer warriors that know how to get a prayer through and can pray you through until you're able to pray again on your own. Or that can pray with you and just stand with you so that you can keep moving forward in those times that it is hard to pray for yourself. or to even feel like your prayers are going anywhere that God's even listening. Because there are moments that you might feel like that. That Well, he's not going to hear my prayers anyway, so why bother? But God does hear every single thing that you say. He wants to hear from you. The good and the bad, he wants to hear it. And so I'd say just start the conversation. Start by telling him how you feel. What you're bad about. What you're upset about. What you're bothered by. What's hurting you. Your concerns. Your worries. Take it all to him. He can handle it. It's not going to change how he feels about you. He's not going to turn his back or walk away. He will gladly listen to everything you have to say. So just be honest. One, it's going to set you free because you won't be holding on to those things anymore. Two, it's going to help you start that healing process so you can start walking, moving forward, and allowing God to mend those hurting places. He can fill all those voids that no other person can. Especially when we're looking to people to fill this hurt or fix this for us or you know pour this into us that there are some things that people can't handle that they can't do because they weren't created to and so we have to stop looking to people to do things in us that only God can and so the best thing you can do is return to him kind of like when you return things to the manufacturer and they send you out you know a new one or they fix it and put it back together it's that same thing we have to return to our creator and let him make us whole again and put us back together so that we can go out and continue fulfilling the purpose that he called us to do and so in those moments where you're unsure or it just feels very heavy 
and you're just like, I don't know if I can take another step, just start talking. Tell God how you feel. If you don't want to talk out loud, get a notebook, write in a journal, just dear God, and tell him exactly how you feel because that release is going to help you get to that next step that you need to get to. So I would say definitely do that. Find a way to talk about it, whether you write it down or you say it out loud to God. Have a trusted tribe, whether it's one person or two people that you know. They're not going to pass judgment on you, but they're going to be there to pray with you and stand right alongside you. I'd say you need that because you got to have a good support system on those times. Again, like I said, when it's hard for you to pray for yourself. And then just continuing every day. Find that one scripture that you can keep saying over and over again. And once you have that one down packed and you've walked it out and it has that real meaning to you, add on that next one. Put it up on a post-it note. Put it on your mirror. Put it on your phone. Put it in your wallet. Just anywhere that you're going to see it on a regular basis so it can keep reminding you that, okay, God's got me. Jesus loves me. Okay, greater is he that is in me than he is in the world. You'll be able to start rattling that off. So in those moments when it feels very dark, you'll still have that light on the inside of you, helping you to keep moving forward. So I hope that this you know, has helped you today to find some type of peace or hope that there can be a brighter tomorrow. There can even be a brighter this afternoon, but you just have to take it one step at a time and not be so focused on what's happening in the world around you or in the media, on the news, or just even the hustle and bustle of the season. But taking care of you first because you can't pour from an empty vessel and you've got to be able to recognize where you're at and what season you're in so that you can get the help that you need because your mental health is important again as a man thinks in his heart so is he so you want to make sure that you're taking care of yourself mentally physically emotionally financially but the basis of that is how you're thinking about yourself and so you need God's truth because that's what you've got to build your foundation on. Because once you have that foundation set, you can build everything else on top of it. Because nothing's going to crack that foundation. And that's what I want to help you with. So that you can think, act, and live within and on purpose. So please reach out. Go to the link um, that's in the show notes, TonyDBennis.com. Let me know how I can help you. I would love to help you walk through this season. I've been there. And I understand. And I'm truly cheering for your success. I know that you can make it. And I know that God has great things he wants to do in and through you. So until next time, love God, love yourself and love others always in that order. Thank you so much for tuning into today's show. I hope that you feel equipped, empowered, and encouraged to just be you authentically and unapologetically. No more merely just existing from day to day. It's time to get your joy back. It's time to remove the mask and uncover the real you. It's time to become who God created you to be and make your dash count. If you're ready to get unstuck and move forward in your God-given purpose, you can start right now. Today is the day. Head over to thejourneyofyou.net forward slash get unstuck. Again, that's thejourneyofyou.net forward slash get G-E-T unstuck U-N-S-T-U-C-K and begin your journey to just be you, be whole, and be free. Remember, this is your journey. It's where your life begins.